Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. December 31, the year of our Lord, 2021. The last day of this year of our Lord. It is the last day. 2020 is finally coming to an end. Yeah. (laughs) Probably people will be staying up late tonight. Having parties, making mm. resolutions. You you missed it. What's that? I said 2020 is finally coming to an end. <laughs> I think we're still probably going to be in the midst of that for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's you know it's it's looming, but you know every year away from it is another year away from it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Are we at the are we at the Zeta variant yet? <laughs> I think we're through. Variant. I think we're through the Greek alphabet yeah, now. I think ome- we're the Omega. We're so, I'm going to learn a new alphabet because I think we have to move to Cyrillic now. <laughs> Something I don't know. <laughs> so like the squiggly variant. 2021 comes to an end, but 2020 continues. That's right. <laughs> no, That's no, right. it's going to be great. 2022 is going to be amazing. Did well, your birthday you know, go well yesterday? Listen, I'm an optimistic person. I love a new year. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. always new opportunities. I, I believe in that. And, you know, Lord willing, it'll be the best year yet. Yeah. Did your birthday go well yesterday? You know, I have no reason to think that it wouldn't. <laughs> of course, it was great. We love a birthday. If the Lord wills, right? That's right. We, That's right. As, as we record this, weeks ahead of your birthday. Weeks ahead of our birthday. But, you know, all, all's going well. We're having our text talk time this morning. Going to get to watch a little football this afternoon and be with some family. I'm I'm loving December 31st. Absolutely. So we're going to wish everybody a very happy new year because by the time we come back on the next conversation, it'll be, it'll be three year, days old. It? Yeah, that's It'll be right. three days old. So today we're wishing everyone happy new happy year. Happy new we, year. As we end this year, the old man goes out and the young baby crawls in tomorrow. That's exactly right. So let's wrap up Matthew chapter 17 today yeah and talk about uh are you reading or am i reading i think i'm gonna go ahead and you're read, gonna read if you don't okay. mind All matthew right. chapter 17 i'm gonna begin in verse 22 read to the end of the chapter as they were gathering in galilee jesus said to them the son of man is about to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him and he will be raised on the third day and they were greatly distressed when they came to capernaum the collectors of the two drachma tax went up to peter and said does your teacher not pay the tax he said yes And when he came into the house, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take toll or tax? From their sons or from others? When he said, From others, Jesus said to him, Then the sons are free. However, not to give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you'll find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and for yourself. A couple things going on here now. The first is, for a second time in Matthew's account, Jesus is prophesying the death and the resurrection. And then this interesting, I guess it's a miracle, kind of seems like a miracle, uh, that uh, Jesus would send Peter on a particular fishing expedition to go find one fish, and inside that fish you'll find two drachma, or my text says a temple tax. And I I think that's helpful for me to understand what this whole business is. A drachma is going to be a coin, right? And, you know, an amount of money. But why would a son be freed from a tax, all taxes? In other words, is there something going on here about Jesus' identity as well that makes the whole tax thing pertinent? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think so. He turns to Peter and asks him. Now, Peter, by the way, notice he's like, well, of course, Jesus is going to pay this. Peter has an assumption that 
mm-hmm. about about well yeah I mean my master loves God and my master faithfully follows God and there's this so there's this, a tax there's now. this tax to be able to use the temple there's this tax that supports the temple of the Lord of course Jesus is going to pay this yeah and he just assumes so he goes in and but Jesus <laughs> has a different lesson for him wait a minute wait a minute. Because remember, what has Peter confessed about Jesus? When Jesus asked, who do men say that I am? Well, men say that you're John the Baptist or a prophet or, well, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter's words were, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, the son of the living God. So Peter, let me ask you, you who have confessed that I am the son of God here on earth, Mm -hmm. here on earth, do kings make their sons pay taxes, or do they make everyone else pay taxes? Yeah, everyone else, all yeah, the strangers, so all there, the others. Yeah, there's no king in the days of Jesus that's going to make his sons pay taxes. Yeah. The taxes are or supposed perhaps to, even days after. Well, the taxes are supposed <laughs> to come from mm-hmm. the people to support right. the king and right. his household. Right. This is, this, is, this is the blessing of being king. Yeah, it's good to be the king. Yeah. So... So what he's really saying is, you remember your confession, Peter? I am the son of God. So whose house is this? Yeah. Well, this is my house. My house. I am the son of God. If this is God's house, this is my house. Remember Jesus, of course, even as a child, when he was left behind in Jerusalem, Mary and Joseph finally found him, what did he say to them? Yeah. Didn't you know that I would be in my father's house? Yeah. Be about my father's business? In Matthew's account, he's already spoken to the fact that he is... Lord of the Sabbath. And greater than the temple. And greater than the temple. Yeah. And he is the Son of God. So So it does seem like if anyone should get a pass on paying the tax, it would be Jesus. But Jesus goes ahead and pays it. He does. Well, at least he says he's going to. Well, yeah. He gives Peter instructions for a miraculous catch that'll have just enough coinage in there for him and Peter. Yeah, yeah. I, that, of course, that's pretty fascinating. It does not go on to tell us that this all happened, but I think the implication is Jesus sent Peter out to do this thing, and of course, what Jesus sent Peter out to do occurred. Yeah. And he says, notice this, in order not to give offense, in order yeah. not to upset them, yeah. I can't help but... Lest we offend them, the New King James says. I cannot help but think back just a couple of chapters earlier in Matthew chapter 15, about verse 12, after he had talked about the fact that eating with unwashed hands doesn't hurt you, that what goes into the mouth doesn't defile you. The apostles come to him and say, don't you know that the Pharisees were offended by this? Yeah, I remember that. And Jesus' response was, so... Who cares? Now, look, every plant that my father hasn't planted is going to be uprooted. These guys are blind. They're blind guides of the blind. And when the blind follow the blind, they'll both fall into the ditch. Back in Matthew 15. So when you read all that, you think that he doesn't mind offending the Pharisees on that occasion. On that occasion, he certainly didn't. Okay. Whatever. It's like he almost doubles down on being offensive. Mm -hmm. You know, a moment ago, it was just, I'm going to be teaching you. Now I'm actually going to be mocking you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be rebuking and accusing. He's, He's not at all worried about offending in Matthew chapter 15. And yet now here in Matthew 17, he is concerned about giving offense. It's the same word. Okay. By the way, it is the word scandalizo. It's the one that we often hear sermons on about how it can mean to cause someone to stumble or to cause someone to sin. Okay. But it does not seem in these passages that Jesus is talking about 
uh, causing other people to sin. I think he is using it in that sense that we use the word offense today of upsetting someone or making them angry or hurting their feelings or putting them off. Don't you, don't you know that the Pharisee, Peter wasn't saying, don't you know you made the Pharisees sin because of that? He was saying, don't you know you upset the Pharisees? Yeah, you, Jesus yeah. said, I don't care. Yeah. Now, I think, I guess it's more possible here that Jesus is saying, well, I don't want them to sin. That's mm-hmm. possible here, but it sure seems to me to still be that kind of idea. Lest I upset them, lest I needlessly place some barrier between them and me. Let's go ahead and pay this. But but you know what? Rather than taking it out of the treasury, why don't you go fishing and, mm-hmm. and we'll produce something? Mm. I often wonder about that because if Jesus could send them to get a shekel from a fish, Jesus could snap his fingers and there would be a shekel. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know why Jesus quite did it this way. I'd love to hear from anybody in our audience who's listening to this conversation has an idea of why Jesus went about about it this way. But either way, he's going to pay it. One time he's not worried about offense. Another time he is concerned about offense. It reminds me, uh, we mentioned this a few weeks ago on Facebook, uh, some time ago now, uh, a friend of mine posted a question about what are some things that confuse you? And I, I remember a question that came out. It really stuck with me because I'm still thinking about it, where a person said, you know, when I was a kid, I heard sermons that said you shouldn't care about what people think. And I heard sermons that said you should care about what people think. I don't know what to think. <laughs> I, I think we've got Jesus right here showing us both of those things. One time he didn't care. Another time he did. What do you think is the difference? Well, one of my thoughts in this reading is that this is an example of the it's not my time moment, okay, that there were some things, just as we talked about in the program yesterday, that weren't for public dissemination at that moment. He leads Peter through this understanding, again, of his true identity, that I am the Son of God, and I am greater than the temple. So if he's going to say, no, my master doesn't pay that tax, what? Well, why? Why? Because he's the Son of God. And yet, it's not his time. It's not time for that kind of revelation. So part of going along is to keep in the timetable of this plan of redemption. And there have been, we've even mentioned the number of times when he said, don't go say anything about this, which is very confusing to us. Yeah. But that has been the plan very often. We're, we're, We're keeping this under wraps until it's, as you said time yeah until it's my time so i and that's i guess that's my kind of my hot take on this reading okay that, okay uh, it, it, because it, it's going to prompt the question why wouldn't he pay it mm. peter cut that off at the past i mean i think that's interesting in and of itself peter doesn't say let me go check mm. yeah he's just sure <laughs> he just well of course of yeah. course i mean why wouldn't he of course if he doesn't then the question is well why 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 yeah. well and if Jesus walks them through that same thing. Now he, here he is again, putting it on him. I am the son of God. And who do you say that I am? And I, it wasn't time for that yet. Mm, very interesting. Very interesting. One of the things that I've thought about as I look at these two different scenarios is that the first one in Matthew chapter 15 was the Pharisees were offended at the teaching. Jesus taught truth about cleanliness and okay. about food, and the Pharisees didn't like it because it didn't measure up to what they taught. And yeah. Jesus is completely unconcerned about if people aren't going to like what he teaches. True. If you, Okay, you may not like what I teach, but I'm going to teach this. And if you don't like it, then you're just a blind guide, and there's nothing I can do about that. But I am going to call a spade a spade. You're a blind guide. Mm-hmm. And if I followed you, we'd both fall into the ditch. Right. In this scenario, Jesus is actually talking about his rights. Now, 
I think if he wanted hmm. to, he could flip it around into this, well, I need to teach truth about who I am. And it is interesting how when we're dealing with our rights, because Jesus' claim is, look, I'm the son. Right. I have a mm-hmm. right to this house. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't not the have one to pay taxes. To pay. Yeah. I shouldn't have to do this. But in order not to give offense, we'll go ahead and take care of this. So, so now it's an issue of, I'm not even going to try to twist the defense of my rights into some argument about truth and about teaching. I'm just, you know what? I, I'm not going to demand my rights. I'm going to mm. just go ahead and, and pay this so as not to give offense, so as not to upset, so as not to put a barrier between me and those people who are around me. And I think that helps me understand why, what are the times when I don't have to care about what people think? Well, it's when I'm teaching truth. Look, this is truth. And I'm going to teach the truth, not like a jerk. I'm not going to teach the truth like a jerk. I should be concerned about how people think about me there. But if people are going to get offended at the teaching, so be it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to me demanding my rights and getting my way, well, now I am going to be concerned about what people think. I am going to be worried about giving offense. I am going to appease and try to keep from putting, and maybe here's where we do get to that, stumbling blocks before people. Well, as you describe it that way, I, I see that's what's going on with the Apostle Paul and his manner of teaching in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 when he says that I have become all things to all men, that I might by uh, all means win some. Yeah. Right? And and there, the idea is very much that he would limit his own rights and be very cognizant of the, of the I guess, proclivities and customs of people that he was around mm-hmm. and so he could he could roll with Jews and be very comfortable in that situation um, and yet also around Gentiles and that was about limiting his own liberties for the sake of the gospel so maybe this helps us walk through that why are there times yeah. when I worry about what people think and other times when I don't because I'm walking in the footsteps of Jesus amen well it's the end of the week it's the end of a year. When, when I talk with you again, it's going to be 2022. I'm excited. It is an exciting time. Have a happy new year, bud. Happy new year, Edwin. Let's, Let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you for this day, the time in your word. And it seems appropriate, Father, just reflect and, and thank you for seeing us through another year. Father, you are faithful. You never leave us. You never forsake us. As we reflect upon the year, there are certainly joys that we must express gratitude for you. Uh, and, and Father, there's been difficult times, but we thank you for seeing us through them, your strength, your grace, and your mercy. And we pray, Lord, that it might continue another day and into another year. As long as you tarry, Father, we pray that you will find us living, working, striving faithfully for you and for your glory. Please bless us to that end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.